Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our podcast, I explore topics we all face in today's work environment, offer practical guidance on how to get through, and talk with exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. Hi, this is the third and final episode on stress, where Pamela Coleman Davis shares with me how we can effectively manage our stress to ensure that we stay in the positive motivational level. We kind of know what what, uh, stress is, and we know it can be the spectrum and that it can be positive, but we need to be aware that if we're moving into the red zone, and that that means we need to take action. And then we've kind of touched on what we think really the the core sources of of stress can be. So what do we do now, Pam? (laughs) How can we manage it? How can we manage it? So I'm going to go sort of back to, I'm I'm always focusing on things that's in, in my control. Mm-hmm. There's too many things that I think sometimes we focus on that are not in our control, and that's the source of a lot of anxiety and stress as well. So I'm always refocusing people on, okay, given this is the situation, what is actually in your control? So that's rule number one. The second rule really is, what is your motivation? What are you trying to get out of the thing? Because you have to start with like a roadmap, right, mm-hmm. to sort of figure out how to how to address and how how we get to it. So again, I'm going to go back to agency, locus of control, your your words, what focusing on what's in your control. Yes. The second thing is pay attention to what your perception is. Are you being optimistic about what this is? Do you feel very negatively about it? If so, you probably have to address it. If you feel really negatively going into the thing, you got to sort of figure out what that source of negativity is. Maybe it's because you worry that you're having to learn something, that something you're having to do something you don't do well. Okay, what are you going to do about that? That's right. actually in your control, right? Yes. You can figure that out and, and move past that. Then the next one is the alignment issue. Are you in alignment with you know, the goals of the, the goals and objectives of the project, the, your values even within the company? And it does and I don't mean you have to make somebody or the company or the organization have the same values you do, you just need to be aware whether or not you're in alignment. And then you can make a decision and decide what to do. Uh, The fourth one is confidence, like we talked about, you know, are you leveraging your strengths? That's actually in your control as well, right? Whether or not you, your position on this project in your role, that sort of thing is designed in a way to leverage your strengths. That's actually in your control more than you think it is. And then the last one really being self-aware uh, about sort of where you are in this process and understanding that stress is normal, right? But how, we, what are the things you're going to do to sort of keep it from going off in a bad direction, keep it from not being motivated, keep you from being burnt out? You can proactively do some things to keep that, to keep that from happening. Uh, and so you should, you know, should, you should work on that. So those are the things that I recommend. I mean, I think recognizing where you are to summarize mm-hmm. everything and then not underestimating the significance of being able to find a way forward. That's the resilience part mm-hmm. means everything in the world. 
Yeah. So understanding where you are and trying to figure out how, what's my path forward? How do I move forward from this thing? I'm feeling really bad about this. I don't feel like I don't know this. Okay. So what's the plan? Yes. What's the plan? Good. Well, that is fantastic. Thank you, Pam, for sharing all that expert advice for us. Expert. Experts. Yes. So we, uh, we, if you happen to have a question, um, uh, although Pam's answered a lot, uh, we have the chat area if you'd like to ask a question, but Pam, I have a couple of questions if, while we're waiting to see if anyone live has any questions. I had a couple of people in the few minutes that we have left here. Uh, actually they couldn't make the today's session, but they, uh, DM'd me on, uh, on Bryce on Instagram. So what the first one is, um, the, the person said, I feel like I'm always behind and I don't have enough time to produce high quality work. We, we, we touched mm-hmm. on this a little bit, but they said, I don't seem to be able to deliver on what my manager wants. How can I get ahead of, of this situation? Okay. So this is a two part answer. The first part is what we just talked about, focusing on what's in your control because you feel better when you actually can do something, uh, you know, on behalf of yourself. Uh, and when you think about this, I want you to ask yourself, how are you actually doing any planning? Are you taking time each week, each day to sort of plan how your time should be used? Uh, and when you do that, are you noticing that you're trying to do too many things? The second thing is, what are you setting proper expectations, again, in your control about how you need to accomplish this project? Meaning, I, you know, sometimes I have to tell this to my clients. Are you always trying to do a work and some and everything doesn't need to be a level work? Some things could be B work and some things could be C work. But it takes a dialogue between you and your manager to go, listen, do I need to kill myself this weekend to put this PowerPoint thing together? Or can I just send you a summary email with five bullet points and that works for you? Right. It's going to depend on who the individual is, what their expectations are, but at least you're asking the question up front so you have more control over how much how you need to expend your energy, right? Uh, the third is how are you devoting your time to this high quality work? Are you spending a lot of time on the parts that don't make it high quality? Like, are you yeah. spending a lot of time in email? Are you spending a lot of time doing these sort of little small tasks and not enough time up front on strategy, the relationship building part, that sort of thing? Uh, and is, is high quality work just a sort of another way of saying it has to be perfect? It has to be this vision that I have of what the outcome is. Otherwise, it's just not, otherwise it's not any good. These are all things that are actually in the individual's control. And you'd be surprised how, if they just thought about it a little bit differently, it makes all the difference between how they're managing their time and their schedule and their priorities during the week. The second part of that answer really is you do have to have a conversation with your boss. If what you're finding happening on a regular basis is he's just sort of saying, this is just not good enough. This is just not good enough. What that says to me, just with the little part that I'm sort of getting is your boss has an expectation of what good is supposed to look like. Yes. And you uh-huh. need to have a conversation with your boss about what does that mean? And mm-hmm. I understand that sometimes they're not very good at that. That takes you off to a whole another uh, sort of thought process that right. you're going to have to go through if you can't right. get that information out of them. But it does start with a dialogue with your manager about what does good look like? And you may have to ask different questions. The same question multiple ways to get the answer, but you do have to have that dialogue. Right. Good. Well, this, we have time for one more. So I, and this one, you touched on this uh, a lot, but I think it's worth repeating. Um, The question specifically is, 
our priorities seem to change daily. Mm. The only way to get out of the situation is to change jobs. <laughs> I'm going to surprise you and say not necessarily. Yes. And the reason why is I think what the individual is going to find is this priorities, prioritization shifting is happening in every business all over the world right. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a thing that is happening. Right. And so what you have to do is examine how these priority changes are affecting your individual work. Uh, and you have to be thinking through how can you prepare for the change? I think part of the pain that we end up with is we spend all this time and energy and we do something and we, we you know, it's there and we want it to stay that way. There's no, it's, it will never change. I spent all of this time. This is, this is how this process is going to work. And damn it, this is how this process is going to work. Right. Right. But the reality is that that's, that can't be right. Everything is constantly changing. So if you start with the understanding that the thing is going to change, that actually helps you think about how much energy you put into it. How, how do you need to structure the thing? Who do you need to bring into it? Because it is going to change. Something is going to happen that is going to modify your original thinking. So I would offer some things that the person needs to think about. If they're worried that things are changing too much and they're not really sure if they should still be there, I'd ask them to think about these couple of things. One is, are you still learning? Are you in an environment where you are learning? Yes. Two, do you have autonomy over what's going on, right? If you have some level of autonomy you know, that's not a bad thing. You yeah. you get to contribute in a way that you feel like is the right way to contribute. Are you leveraging your skills? Do you get to work mostly? I know we all have to do things that we don't like, but right. for the most part, are you able to do things that leverage your strengths? Uh, and then the last I would say is, are you doing enough to anticipate the changes? When we talked about what the five outcomes could be, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. You have to anticipate the changes. And so are you thinking through that ahead of time so that you're not shocked? You're not shocked when the CEO sends the email and says, we're going to go off in this direction. Or your manager says, I know we wanted to spend time on that project, but we can't do that project. We're going to do this now. Right. You have to anticipate that there's going to be a change. What are the scenarios that could happen? And so that I could proactively be thinking about it and preparing for that and not putting all of my energy and weekends into this one scenario when four other things could actually happen. The mistake I've always made, I've I've been better about this the last five to seven years, is putting all of my energy into something and expecting it to stay that way. That is a big mistake. It is not going to stay that way. And so I have to have a, what I'm going to call, I've adopted a temporary mindset. Okay. What can I do to get this thing to the level it needs to be for mm-hmm. us to function? And then I will reevaluate it. I'm making it up next quarter. Do right. I need to tweak it? Do I need to do something else? Is it still okay the way it is? If it is, okay, then I'll evaluate it again in the next quarter. Does it still work? Okay, we got to tweak it a little bit. Oh, you know what? After two quarters, this thing doesn't work anymore. We got to do something different. Right. And that has made all the difference to my stress level. Because I'm thinking this is not a permanent situation. It's a Band-Aid. And I'm just going to keep evaluating it. Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it okay? I'm going to make a switch, that kind of thing. So that has made all the difference to me. Well, excellent. I think that that was brilliant. And I think that Uh, is uh, ideal place to stop. Thank you so much, Pam. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.